latest episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Shady Rays, SGP, and is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win 500 bucks. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the AT&T Byron Nelson DFS. Best show. Your boy Boston Capper is back joining the golf, the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, what's up, man? Hey, I mean, I, I thought I was going to be rusty because it's my first DFS show back in, uh, I think, about a month here. And then you fumbled through uh, botching the name of the tournament and then botching uh, the nickname you gave me that I think I've never even referred to myself as. Yeah. So I would hope not. That would be kind of weird if you referred to yourself as the god. It would be. I don't even. It, yeah. And I came up with that nickname just, I think, on the whim that night. Yeah. I think it was our first show. It was, and you know, you're a sales and marketing guy, and you're just like, all right, let's just make this guy more than he probably is. He's a a deity. (laughs) Yes. So, um, but yeah, so uh, we have a tournament (laughs) this week. Sure, that's what you want. Yep. Uh, Jordan Spieth unfortunately withdrew, so it takes away a little bit of star power there. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's. I I I guess. How how you feel about this tournament this week? I didn't like it to begin with. Uh, I was hoping at least Spieth would keep it interesting because he's fun to watch play golf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, like, when we went over the numbers with Cameron this morning, I could not believe that these cowards hung a KH Lee 25 or 30 to 1. Like, I thought I'd be able to just throw him on the back end of my car at, like, 90 to 1 for fun. You know what I mean? Like, all right, let's see if he can three-beat. No. Now he's not going to be on my card anywhere. And I don't know, man. Like, it, it, is, a, it is a weak field. It is. It's too bad because last year's actually was really good. Like, yeah, yeah last year's was fun. You had a lot of the live guys. I think DJ played this thing too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it too, but there was a lot of excitement with, uh, you know, all the elevated events during the, you know, the winter and the spring. We yeah. only have two of those left before the playoffs. We have three majors. So really only five tournaments matter between now and August. And, you know, this is going to be at the time when a lot of people start checking out. Uh, you know, you got the summer, people are going to be out doing stuff on the weekends. I know that's usually what I do on the weekends. I usually golf yep. or do yard work and everything like that. So, um, yeah. And I, I just think looking back at the uh, quail hollow last week, it kind of was a little bit of a dud. It was absolutely a dud. It was literally the worst golf betting weekend of my entire life. <laughs> well, besides that, but yes, uh, I mean, I didn't do all that great either. It was my worst week of the year, worst week since probably last summer, at least, um, yeah, I mean, it just it, nothing really went right for me. I, sh- I should have canceled all my bets. The, the minute I texted you and Cameron, I was like, I have fucking 11 fucking top 20s. I was like, why do I think that I know how this tournament's going to play out? What do I think I am, Nostradamus? I should have canceled every single bet right then. Right then. Well, I had at least an excuse coming off vacation and Mexico <laughs> and all that stuff. So I was just way too excited to bet. But yeah, I, I think <laughs> this week it'll definitely be raining in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, especially with this crap field. I can't imagine any of the top 20 prices are going to be all that great either. I mean, I don't really feel like paying plus like 130 for a top 20 on like Minwoo Lee or anything. So, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, this, uh, yeah, this pricing should be interesting. It will be. Uh, Tomorrow night show with, uh, with Model Maniac, uh, Brian Ledecky is going to be uh, uh, very interesting, let's say the least. So, all right. Well, you want to hop right into uh, the ten thousand dollars? Real quick, let me ask you. Okay. So, other than other than other than it being a dud thing, do you take anything away from? I mean, Wyndham pretty much fucking dominated that fucking thing. 
I mean, he did. I'm a little disappointed with how Xander kind of, you know, went out like a stale fart. But I mean, that's the reason. There. That's the reason you said that you were never betting him again the last time he did this. You know, it really. What, what I, I need to clarify my stance. I think I'm done betting him okay. for majors because I do worry about that killer instinct. Okay. And we kind of saw that yesterday, where yeah. you know he just yeah. had no fangs on the back nine. But in these regular events, though, yeah, I can get behind a Xander, okay. and he almost, you know, he almost worked out for me. Um, yeah. you know, I had some when, when, Wyndham, blo- when Wyndham bogeyed. Yeah, when Wyndham bogeyed one, I was like, yeah. oh boy, here we go. Xander, it's, it's Xander's time. Well, I'm also <laughs> kicking myself too because I mentioned Karsten Creek, the Oklahoma State course, and Wyndham Clark went to Oklahoma State. It's like, oh, well, of course. You know, well, another, yeah. And then another missed opportunity for him for me over here. Yeah. And I can't remember if I talked about it on DF show with you. I was like, well, listen, Wyndham Clark, you know, made the cut on the number and then played his balls off on the fucking weekend to grind out the top 20. Right. Like, I was like, I was, I was impressed with his gusto. I was like, but there's no way I'm betting him in this field mm-hmm. because he won't win. Right. Perfect. Well, I mean, I, th- I think the only other guy to really take away from, uh, I talked a little bit about him last night. Um, hmm. I promised you five minutes on Rory, but you didn't, you know, she <laughs> last night. Uh, so how about we give you three minutes uninterrupted, just spike the football on Rory right now. So I don't even know what to make of it. Like, I really don't. Like, is he broken now? I, he has not played well in fucking a while. And his price is never going to, his price is never going to drift enough where you can bet him. Um, he took the two weeks off, came back and still looked like shit. I, I just don't, I just don't know what to do with him. Like, I just, I mean, I'm not betting him outright anymore. He's certainly not fucking winning a major. Go ahead and chalk that up for uh, the PGA. Uh, that, that'll be a, That'll be a clip thrown in my face um, when he wins. But I don't know, man. I just don't. I, I don't even know what's wrong with him. It's like nothing is really clicking. Like it's the putting still, but it's the wedges again. Like I, I, other than his driver, like what's really working? Well, I mean, the driver wasn't even working at the right. Well, sorry. So the only place he gained was around the green. Uh, he lost putting, right. lost to the irons, lost off the tee. So what happened was after he won in Dubai came over here. The putter was just a mess. Ball striking looked good. And then he had that great showing at match play where everything looked like it was clicking. Oh, I was was so scared of him going to the masters. I know. And then just terrible. And I mentioned this last night, like, listen, I still think there are, if if you are a Rory stand, you're encouraged by the fact that he bombed out of quail hollow. His odds might drift. There are still things if Rory does show up that are going to work well with Oak Hill, probably drive away a lot of popularity. You got the sentiment like you just had that, you know, Rory's dead. Basically, he's a mental <laughs> midget and, you know, say, let Oh, he is absolutely a mental midget. Well, that's, there's no question. Well, that's that. what I have pause on. And that I can't get it out of my brain right now. Like the fact that <laughs> he just laid down and basically died. <laughs> well, hollow yes. and didn't even make a run over the weekend, too. No, like you, you do have to kind of wonder what his head's at right now. His head's a mess. Once again, he 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 flew a fucking shrink in for Masters Week. He played six hundred fucking rounds the the month leading up to it. He, he is he, he is I don't know. He's he's he is a mental midget. Like that's just it. Like he just and, can't. and now he's got the weight of uh, Rochester, New York uh, on his shoulders. There's there's been paper articles in the paper about like how he's like Rochester's like adopted son and everything now. And it's just what? It's like, come on, it's it's Ugh, it's a little nauseating. Gross. Yeah, oh, gross. So I think gonna, I think I think he's only been here maybe four or five times total. So checks yeah. out. Checks yep. out. So all right. Well, listen. Before we jump into the DFS show, and uh, 
you know, we can, we can save uh, crap on Rory for next week uh, as well. Uh, but listen, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also get a chance to win 500 bucks. And they get you covered from the sun to the, not the slopes anymore. It's about to be summertime. They get you covered on the course with premium polarized shades, customizable snow, uh, goggles, and much more. Shady Rays has durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eye- eyewear. Every pair is Backed by lost and broken replacements. If you break or lose a pair, even on day one, they told you, let's send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love them, you can exchange them for free or a new pair uh, to return them within 30 days for free. So there's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, then take your receipt to sportsgamblepodcast.com for your chance to win 500 bucks in the Shady May contest. Well, hey, look, we do have listeners in Australia and, like, Argentina. It's going to be wintered there pretty soon. So, yeah, like, you can definitely go to the the ski slopes and use the... Yeah. Yeah, don't forget about them, okay? They're very valuable. I love our our Aussies, dude. So they're some of our best guys. (laughs) Yeah. We do. Where that? Where the Juan go? By the way, he's yeah. Where, I don't know. He disappeared. Come back, we buddy. We miss you. And then we got locked. Yeah, we get locked up. You never know. Although you Might know what? You know what? He pops every now and then for when there's a live event. So we were chatting. I think about like one in the morning about the Australia because I was stupidly sweating Taylor Gear to that point. So I'm the most stressful car ride of my life. And then so yeah, super fun. I, I yeah. can't figure out. I texted you that screenshot of our Discord. I can't fix it. I don't know what's happening. All right, well, sorry. I tried. I tried to get in there last week. I keep so. tagging you a bunch of stuff. So you know what? Now the fact that you can't get in, I'm just going to say whatever the hell I want about you now, and you won't be able to. Do anything about it. I'm just going to mush all your guys. Oh, it's going to be great. All right, all right. Let's break down DFS. Ten thousand dollars. Excuse me. Ten thousand dollars range. We have a whopping two guys. Uh, with two guys with an eighteen hundred dollars difference. Yes. So, I mean, obviously the ownership is really early right now. Here's a question I have for you. Do you buy the fact that Scotty's going to garner all this ownership at 11 9? Because I have a hard time thinking that's going to stick. I mean, I don't, right? Because this is another one of these tournaments where you scroll down, and if you can tell me the difference between Matthew Neesmith at, you know, whatever, 7,400 versus, yeah, scroll, 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 versus. Fucking, I don't know, Bryce Garnett at 6,900 or some, even guys like that. Like, they're all bums down here. So it's like, get the studs and try to figure out the, the low part. Like, I definitely see that, especially uh, other than Wyndham Clark. Like, you know, the favorites pay off. And now you don't have to make the decision. You're basically saying, I'm, I can take Terrell and save 1,800, who's in good form. Um, but yeah, I definitely see Scotty being able to get that. He's clearly the best player in this fucking field. The best players have been boat racing for the most part uh, from shitty field events like this. So yeah, I can absolutely see him. Yeah. Okay. Especially I, in like higher, higher stake stuff. Like absolutely. I guess my counter to that is, isn't the prevailing narrative this week about this is going to be a putting contest and Scotty's putter has been objectively bad lately. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, so like, like, can't you see like Scheffler? Yeah. He's got a very high floor, but you're paying 11, nine for a 12th place finish. Yeah, I mean, I I have I, it, in my brain. It's very hard for me to see him okay. finishing outside of the top five. What like, about even, the, even even with a bad putter, he was still T ten at the Masters. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I like, know, but that's the Masters, though. That's where like ball striking really separates here. Like RBC you and I Heritage, can hit, you know. fucking T eleven. 
Well, you might be able to. I, I mean, all right. All right. Well, here's another question. Like, don't you think maybe people are going to be like, oh, I can go Tom, Kim, Siwoo, Kucher. Oh, yeah. And then instead of just paying up for Scotty Scheffler and then skipping all those guys, because it seems like, I mean, that's I spoiler alert. It seems like everybody's going to be skipping the eights. A lot of people are basically going, you know, yep, you know, stars all. and scrubs at this point. So I don't know. I, I expect, I expect the Scheffler ownership to come down a little bit. I think once more people start building lamps and say, all right, you know, maybe if this thing's going to be like a 24 under, winning score do i want scheffler who doesn't seem like he can hit an eight foot putt at this point <laughs> but i mean at that point if there is if the ownership is going to come down on him i think there is some leverage just the fact that yeah i mean he's probably at worst going to finish like 10th yeah and i don't think i don't think his ownership is going to get below 20 i mean so yes his potter has been bad and i don't see what the stats are at the masters you might have those but he lost a half a stroke putting at rbc basically neutral at the players and one Lost a full stroke at API, came in fourth. <laughs> like, and then the two starts prior to that, he was gaining. So, yeah. well, it's, that, it's bad. It's not like abysmal. Yeah, that's the thing about it. If you really want to hang your head on Scheffler, so last fall, the putter was horrible. You still finished third in Mayakoba. Right. So, it is possible. I mean, if you want to buy into the, you know, the Tom Weisskopf connections where he's won twice in Phoenix, it's essentially just a really bad version of Phoenix. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can buy that too. No, I, I guess I'm just, I thought that number, his ownership, it's early, but I just, I was very surprised that his ownership is so projected that high considering some of the narratives are going to be floated around and his price tag and just the fact that I think, you know, Tom Kim is going to be massively popular. I think Had's going to be popular. You know, you get a guy like a Matt Kuchar. You're basically, if you're going to Scheffler, you're, you're foregoing a lot of those guys. And I feel like that's kind of low hanging. I feel like the low hanging fruit this week is going to be going like, you know, Tom Kim, Siwoo, Hideki, and then like skip the eights. So let me ask you, why isn't Siwoo good here? He should be good here, but he's not. I mean, it's only two tournaments. That's fine. He's I mean, Siwoo. The two times he's had the show, like it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't good at all. I mean, it could be the fact that Siwoo, if we're just going to skip right to the nines at this point. Uh, I mean, no, no, we don't have to. We don't have to. You just brought him up. So I just had a question. Why don't we, why don't we save him? Because I, I kind of like him. Okay. So why, why don't we say All right. Any thoughts on Hatton uh, yeah, for this he, week coming up? A good finish at, uh, yeah. at Wells Fargo. Good form, right? I'm um, definitely like now that he's out, he's what third best golfer, arguably second best. Depend. I guess you could be all the way to fourth, depending on how you rate Decky and Tom Kim at this point. But yeah, I mean, ten one's very reasonable. Gives you that eighteen hundred dollars salary savings um, with Scotty, like. Yeah, I mean, he's never played here before, and I hate to not know if it fits his eye or not, uh, so I can hear him bitching on fucking Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I like Hatton. Um, I told I told Cam this morning he, he's the guy to follow around um, on Saturday because he's just a fucking he's a joy to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he checks a lot of the boxes where you yeah. know, good putter, good around the green, good proximity numbers, makes a lot of birdies. Uh, you know, you look back at some, of, so one of the things I looked at this week was how guys were doing it, like, you know, tournaments where the winning score gets to be about 20 under. So, you know, you got a fourth at rock and mortgage, uh, a couple of good finishes at Phoenix. Um, you know, obviously with the Tom Weisskopf connections there too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it checks a lot of boxes for me. I don't know if he's actually, if I, I don't know if he's a guy capable of finishing like 24 under to win this thing, but I think like 18 under 19 under floor of like T 
T12, T15. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, but you don't want you don't want T15 at fucking 10-1. You don't, but I'm just I'm just trying to think of all the realistic possibilities. I think I think it's a very limited range. I think with Hatton this week, I agree. Yeah. So and, and I would say that like yeah, I mean, is it going to get to 2100 now that they've changed that, you know, par five to a par four? I mean, you're you're shaving four four birdies off the card, right? Theoretically. Yeah, so. but if it's going to be raining a lot, it's going to be soft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. It looks like it's raining all fucking week. Is this thing even going? This is Monday finish or what? Not possibly. Maybe that's why uh, Spieth uh, slammed, his, slammed his wrist in the door and said, "Oh, oh, my wrist." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Fly. Okay. What, watch. I'm gonna, cam- I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need Cam to clip that uh, visual uh, yeah, with yeah, Steve yeah. and his wrist. Uh, yes. Thank you, Cam. Thanks. Please. Thanks, no, noted. Sixteen forty-one into the podcast, please. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Not my finest moment. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, listen, like it, it really depends on where you want to go with your DFS lineup. Do you want to pay up for Scheffler? If maybe if you get an ownership discount on him, I don't know if we'll see what happens with that. And then basically skip all the nines, go right to the eights or go Hatton, go a couple guys in the nines, see what happens. And then, uh, you know, why don't we take another break Yep. and then we'll start breaking down uh, the rest of the tiers. All right. Well, listen, confidence is key when it comes to dating, but if you struggle to find worthwhile connections, it can be difficult to feel your best when meeting new people. With Talkify, you feel confident that you're meeting someone special and it's just picked for you. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve relationship success. They're trusted compatibility specialists and select successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you, doing background checks, video interviews, and asking tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans uh, your date introductions and handles all the communications for you. Create a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify dot uh, slash SGPN, that's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client, Talkify dot com slash SGPN. Okay. All right. And then I always want to promote our uh, our event next week, uh, next Friday, uh, Big Oak Driving Range from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, Boston Cabra will be there. I'll be there. Brian Kirshner will be there. Andy Lack will be there for a little meet and greet. Uh, we'll go to their top tracer, uh, uh, bays there. That's got a, uh, they got beer and wine. They'll serve. We're going to bring over some food as well. Do a long drive contest for uh, an SGPN gift card. And we're going to attempt to do a live show. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, you know, listen, just come, uh, to big Oak drive range in East Rochester from seven to nine. It's free. No admission fee. Just come meet us, hang out, talk golf, recap the PGA for, uh, you know, a couple hours there and, uh, we'll have a good time. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping my body, uh, my body fully recovers from yesterday at the pool that I can play around round of golf when I get up there. I'm sure it will. Not, not in complete pain. Fine. If, if you want a bunch of like, um, like tiger bomb or the Bengay patches or whatever like that, I can provide that for you. Oh buddy. If you don't think I have those, by the way, those flex all patches, I keep calling it flex all. It's not called icy hot. Um, yeah, the lighting hot patches. patches yeah. Oh my fucking god! Those things are the absolute best for your lower back. I fucking oh, yeah. love those things. Yeah. No, my 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 wife swears by them too. Oh my god! So they're a little messy sometimes, but goddamn it, do they work? I love them. Yes, they do. They do work wonders. 
All right, nine thousand dollar range. So a lot of popular options here. Um, Hideki is drawing ownership. Tom Kim's drawing ownership. Basically, the only guy who's not drawing ownership, nine thousand dollar range, is Siwoo. Yep. And I guess I want to start with him. Yeah, let's do it. So, all right. So you think about guys who are capable of getting twenty under. Uh, Siwoo's done that a couple times in his career. And he won the Amex at I think like twenty three under. I think there was a couple other terms. I think the Wyndham when he won. That was 20 under two. Um, I mean, you look at how he's trending coming in with some of the statistics. Um, You know, I mean, the irons have been okay. Like, you look at his proximity numbers from, like, 125 to 200. That'll cover most of your par fours. He looks great there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, good birdie rates, scores well in the par fives. Um, Good at some other comp courses, like Shriners is always good at. That's a really easy golf course uh good at why lie that's pretty easy golf course so uh, i'm not exactly sure why he struggled here he has a pretty good track record in texas like i know he's very good at valero and tpc courses and i guess well we i know it's debunk- different i know it's different we, but we debunk we debunked that a little bit i guess you i guess you're right we did kind of do that but yeah 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 I, I think you're confusing it to another korean which uh that might be another conversation oh. with the yeah tpc uh uh Lee. Yeah, yeah, no, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's different. Okay. In my brain, I'm saying that's a different. I, I, it was, it's separate. Like I thought, like we talked about it. Like I, I thought, Cebu was better. Um, okay, courses. Okay, I mean, like I, I think it's six percent with his talent. The fact that he card a lot of birdies and he's hitting the ball relatively okay this year. Like, yeah, I think that's a decent pivot play. I mean, like Cage Lee, two hundred bucks more him. I think they're about the same. I mean, with Adam Scott too. Do you listen? I know he did really well last week at the Wells Fargo, but. Yeah. Does he really care about this thing? I mean, no. I, you know, I look at some of his results over the years at like some of these birdie fests and, you know, he used to be pretty good on some of these like, you know, tracks where like everybody's hitting birdies, like cut line five under, but he hasn't recorded a top 10 at one of these things since 2018. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm not on, I'm not on Scott and I get it being a pimp play, I guess, because it's, Kucher below him, so fucking chalky. And Tom Kim is going to be super chalky. But mm-hmm. I just worry about Siwa, man. You know, I'm a Siwa guy, but I mean, he, I mean, what's his best finish since? I, I'll even take away the miscut at Genesis. His best finish is 27th at the players. Like, yeah. He hasn't gained putting. Obviously, listen, we know what comes with Siwa, right? But he hasn't gained putting in his last two, four, six, seven events. And it, fucking Christ, dude, he lost three and a half strokes at the Wells Fargo. That's a lot. It is, but, but his tee to green numbers are really. It good. is, but he um, like dating golf estimate what he did at Zurich and he putted well that tournament. Uh, he actually they estimate he putted pretty well at match play as well. So you know, I mean, Bankrass is not a good surface for him statistically. That's a concern here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's six percent for a guy is his talent. Take a fly on it. Yeah. Guess. So I, I mean, of all the chalky options, then. Um, I guess who scares you the most? I mean, is it Kucher? No, because he's like consistent. Okay, like whatever. He's he's Kucher, and he's if you don't play him, he's gonna fuck you. Um, or, or if you play against them, rather, like yeah, no, no, he's just Kucher. He's he's just he's like a cockroach. Never fucking goes away. Okay. Um, I would say I would normally say Decky, but knock on wood, he seems to be over his whatever injuries he had. I mean, his last three times out, he's been solid as well. What are you talking about? He withdrew from Wells Fargo with neck injury. 
Yeah, do you think really think it was that, or do you think he? Yeah, he put out a statement saying I flew to Japan to deal with oh, the neck injury, and I'm not ready to compete. Oh, I... Yeah, but that's the I thing. Just, of, that's, dig- that's that's the maddening thing about him this year is that like I can look at his results, and all right, let's pull it up actually. So yeah. I know that he withdrew from match play with yep. the neck injury, yep. and then the teeth, and then the next week at T fifteen of Valero, right. T sixteen exactly. of Masters. Yeah, exactly. Missed the cut by a mile at API. Looked like crap. The Dog next week, shit. fifth at players. Yeah, uh, didn't look very good at Sony. This is still when he's dealing with some of the neck injuries, and then yeah. ninth out of nowhere, Farmers. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I really want to deal with trick or treat Hideki this week. That's honest. fair. Especially with the PGA coming up next week too, like he's he's one to he goes out and you know doesn't get off to a good start and says fuck it my neck hurts right. <laughs> even if it does or it doesn't you know what or I mean? it's yeah, like so. or it's like a sleepy twenty third which again at like ninety eight hundred bucks yeah, I you don't, don't really want know how much I'm digging no so. you're not digging that at all yeah. so yeah I think I made yeah I think you I think you made right. Decky probably scares me the most just because of the the, the injury concern that I assume, I just assumed he just didn't want to play no um, he specifically cited in a statement that I went to Japan and it didn't work. So Christ. Right. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm Jason day. Yeah. I'm yeah. concerned about him ever since like the back nine of the, his match with Scotty, where he just lost it. Ter- yeah. Then he had a couple good rounds in the masters and over the weekend that went to shit looked bad yeah. last week at the Wells Fargo ever since he said, all right, I'm so bad in vertigo. I don't want to deal no. with that either. Nope. No shot. So yeah, I mean, those are easy fades for me. So I guess, I mean, look, like I understand that Tom Kim is really popular, but um, you know, the ball striking still looks really good. If you like Scheffler, who's been struggling with the putter, I mean, Tom Kim is basically doing the same thing right now. He's struggling with the putter, but I have noticed with Tom Kim, like, like he loses big with the putter. Yeah. And then like the next week usually kind of comes around a little bit. So I'm expecting a little bit of a bounce back for him. Um, I mean, obviously one Shriners, that's a birdie fest one, uh, Sedgefield at like 23 under. Or so, yeah. Uh, he finished, I think, T6 at Amex, where like a billion people are 20 under. Oh my God. So I know yeah. he can get up there too. So, yeah, the yeah. fact that like Birdie Fest, maybe a putter bounce back, that's been a trend for him. Uh, I, I think Tom Kim is good chalk this week. Okay. Yeah, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll co sign that with you. I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. The, um, so, yeah, that's the that's the 9K range. So, the, the, the redheaded stepchild of, of DFS is always the 8K range. Um, what do you think about Sheamus? I mean, he looked good last week. I love Sheamus. You yeah, crushed me, crushed me in a fucking matchup. It's TPC. Um, is that a, yeah. is that a thing for him? TPCs? I, mean, I, th- well I, think, with... I think it's just easy golf courses in general. Which maybe, but what's that stupid course rotation place? Where there's, uh, a, where there's a TPC? Uh, oh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a Pete Dye. It's a Pete Dye. No, it's, it's the not. Amex. Yeah. Yeah. And he plays well on the TPC or Pete Dye course. So that, that's what sticks out to me. Okay. Right. All right. No, I love Shame. So, like, some of my process this week, because I was trying, I put this in Discord, trying to figure out how the hell Cage Lee won back to back, because he literally showed no form <laughs> coming into None. either one. So, in the first event, it was he was pretty good T to green, just was putting like Luke List for about two months. And then all of a sudden, just randomly turned around. Bing. I remember. I remember. I think I had a uh, a top twenty prop on him that week, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, you know the famous me top, you know, positional, not the win. Uh, but he was nope. hitting them all great tee to green, couldn't putt. The next year, though, uh, he was really kind of dog shit, 
Uh, and then finally found a little bit of form at Quail Hollow. He found some form with the putter, found some form with the iron randomly. And they won the next week. That's kind of what we're seeing with Seamus right here, where Seamus found okay. something with the putter. He found something with the irons. And look, I mean, a couple of decent finishes here. He's got a 17th last year and ninth the year before that. Lots of really good finishes and easy, easy, easy tracks. Like a fifth at RSM last fall. Yeah. Third at Mayakoba. Third at Sony last year. Another fourth at RSM the year before that. Uh, eighth at a Rocket Mortgage. Eighth at John Deere. So, uh, and a lot of top 20 surrounded by that. Really like Seamus this week. I, I think the fact that he found something at, at Wells Fargo, uh, he tends to get kind of hot. Uh, I really like James, especially at this ownership too, if this holds. Uh, I, I'm, I'm yeah, definitely taking too. him this week. Okay. And then, I mean, who's the chalky guy in here, Hoagie? Uh, it, seems, yeah. it seems like it's Hoagie. Or Jaeger. Yeah, or Jaeger, which, which, again, that surprised me as well. I guess people are just so enamored with his ball striking. Yeah. But, like, the, the narrative behind this thing is birdie fest, and he's yeah. a horrible putter. Yeah. So... But that also, like I just mentioned, that could fit the cage Lee mold where he wasn't putting a lick coming in. He was just great tee to green. And then all of a sudden he turned it around. Yeah. I mean, this motherfucker hasn't gained putting since January. No. And I think the difference between cage Lee and Jaeger is that cage Lee actually had some decent uh, performances on bent grass. I couldn't find really much for Jaeger. Okay. So uh, like another Point for Cage Lee coming in. He finished second at Phoenix. That's a Weisskopf. I don't really see any good Phoenix finishes for Jaeger. He's got that fifth at Rocket Mortgage last summer. Uh, otherwise, though, not a lot of good finishes on these like easy tracks where you got putt pretty well. Yeah. So I think I'm off Jaeger. Yeah, yeah I'm, that perf- I'm perfectly fine with fading chalk Jaeger. Okay. Um, I am. It, I'm. I'm kind of stunned that the ownership. Uh, of 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 uh, wise like he's under five, right? I don't know, man. Like he's been so bad, but we haven't seen him in a while. Like I don't know. Like he was everybody's darling, and I figured. I guess maybe it's just because he was in the AK range. If he was seventy eight hundred, he'd probably uh, get more looks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like. I, yeah, it's just interesting to me. Like, I, I am not a wise guy because he cheats with his putter. I just thought his ownership would be more in a, in a shit field like this. Well, I mean, that could help you this week if he's a cheater with the putter because he's going to make everything. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, I mean, like that's another guy who's a mystery because he said he had to step away from golf before the Masters because he was just hitting so bad. I mean, the, the iron numbers are atrocious on him lately. Oh, so bad. So, but he's at a month. Sometimes his stuff gets fixed. Yeah. Uh, other times, you're Rory and it doesn't. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, everybody's different with this stuff. Um, yep. Probably a wait and see for me with Wise, yeah. without bad as ball yeah, numbers are. Um, what do you think about Taylor Montgomery this week? I don't know. He's just such. He makes. I don't know. He makes everything from everywhere with the putter. And if this is going to be easy putting, then sure. Um, his best surface is power. He looked real bad the last couple times out. Okay. Why well, make the case? So this was the start of his of his PG Tour career. Third or fourth? Well, uh, yeah, this is first year on PG Tour. Oh no, I thought you were saying this tournament last year. No, 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 no. Let's. Okay. I'm going way back to the fall. This is okay, going to be okay. a long case for Montgomery. So just bear with me. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you notice the similarities between all these golf courses? Third at Fortnite, yeah. ninth at Sanderson, fifteenth at Shriners, 
13th at CJ Cup of Concrete, whatever. 10th at Mayakoba, 15th RSM, 12th at Sony, 5th at Annex. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll pretty, pretty, all pretty fluff golf courses, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His next couple starts. 31st at Farmers, cut at Phoenix, cut at Riviera, 39th at Bay Hill, 44th at Players, which actually looked a little better if he didn't just implode on 17 on Sunday. Um, 22nd Valero, cut at Heritage, 19th Zurich, 17th Matchway, where he actually played pretty good. Cut at Wells Fargo. Yeah, he topped it up. It was, wasn't Montgomery the one who topped it? <laughs> he clubbed down to like three wood and like topped it with like six feet well, in the play in the playoff, right? Uh, possibly. I don't know. I, I think so. Um, difficult golf courses, right? Yeah. Maybe this guy is just meant for easy golf courses that are kind of like corn fairy setups where he can just listen, kind of hit the ball over the place and get it close to the green or get it within like 25 feet, bury the Drain putt. putt. Uh, the yeah. putting. So, I mean, I know it hasn't been that the putting hasn't been as good the last couple of tournaments, but uh, I mean, he gained a bunch of strokes at Shriners. That's bent grass. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's the only, that's the only bent grass surface he's actually played on right now, but he played pretty well on it. What's, what's Valero? What's Valero? Valero was the overseed, the poetry. That's right. Yep. So I get behind Montgomery for just, maybe he's just meant to play really good on these easy golf courses. And I mean, a lot of his problems have been off the tee. If you kind of blast it everywhere here and just blast it out there pretty far, easy approach shots, but that ownership, I don't really hate that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I mean, okay, sure. I'd rather him than fucking Mad McNeely, I guess. It's just, um, because like, I don't like Mad McNeely. What are your thoughts? Min Muli, like, I see, I saw him on a lot of betting cards this morning. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not. I, I, I just, I don't think I'm a Min Muli, Min Muli guy. I think I, I would rather take, um, I'd rather take Spawn. Never take Pizane. Your guy, yeah. Uh, yeah, my, yeah, my boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, yeah, JJ Spawn last week, um, he found a little bit of form with the irons of putting, kind of similar to what Cage Lee did before uh, the uh, the his win last year at Byron Nelson. On on paper, his putter looks bad, but it's really it's kind of like with Tom Kim. It's like two performances. Otherwise, he actually has been gaining putting in a lot of tournaments. Um, oh. Fifth at Kapalua, that's where he went to about 20 under. Uh, one in Texas before, a ninth at the match play, uh, most recently. So, decent form in uh, Texas. Eighth at Rocket Mortgage last year, 15th at RSM, 15 Mayakoba, 16th at RSM. So, and then going way, way back, he's got a third place finish at Phoenix, which is a Weisskopf. Um, a lot of other top five finishes at some other like really easy tracks. I actually really like JJ Spawn this week. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay, nice, nice ownership, still single, single digit ownership. That's fine. Okay. So actually, for me, I mean, you know, actually, we'll save it for the end because I, I want to try and make the best Scotty lineup you can do. But we'll do that at the end if we go through all the tiers. So okay, fair enough. Uh, right, do you have so anything else in the eight thousand dollar range? Nah, no, I think, we nah, I think we covered everything. Okay. We can run. We can seven K range, obviously ginormous as fucking always. Uh, with jockey guys are bramlet somehow. Okay, again, um, a guy who can't putt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. Sam Stevens coming off of a, a shitty T forty seven. Thanks for that top twenty scumbag. Uh, <laughs> Michael, Michael Kim, yeah. uh, who's been pretty consistent. So he's I mean, been I, good. He's won yeah. a John Deere before. I think he won a John Deere. Yeah. 
No, did he? Yeah, he went to John Deere. Like way, like forever way ago. forever ago. Yeah, forever, like yeah. I think like two thousand seven. Dylon Wu, uh, like I said, the uh, model consistency I talked about him last week. He, Dylon, uh, Dylon Wu. Seriously, that's, that's actually how he pronounces his name. Yeah, I believe so. I am ninety percent sure. Okay. Um, but he hasn't missed a cut in fucking forever. Um, so he's Uber Chalk, right? Played pretty well last week. Uh, you know, T twenty one. He goes got no fucking ownership. This just makes me chuckle. Um, homeless hubs, fucking. And so everybody's gravitating towards the same guys. Nate Lashley, my God, I know, and I like Nate Lashley. I was horrified <laughs> by that ownership, guy, because he he found something recently too. He's been pretty good. Jimmy Walk is still fucking single digits. Do you believe you, you think Jimmy's back? I I actually kind of do, because it, yeah. it it was yeah. injuries and illness for him for a while, and. Like I, it's a, it, I don't think the talent had gone away. Just his body wasn't cooperating, and something's working with him. Yeah, and yeah. he's not, he's not that old. So he's, he's like, gonna, he's forty something, right? Yeah, so he he's forty four. So, all right, so he's, he's like, like, so he's like Kucher's age at this point. Yeah, that's fair. So I can kind of get behind a little bit of Jimmy Walker, yeah, though. I don't hate it. I mean, take a look. Obviously, since Valero, he's gained. Putting and around the green every week, off the tee. Uh, is the only thing he's, he's, he's only lost in one category, which is off the tee, and that was Valero and RBC, where he still managed top twenty-five. So his his overall game is fucking solid. And at this price, why not yeah. seventy-one hundred? Why not? What? Why is Ryan Palmer popular? Because I like him, and I can't Texas. figure out why anyone else likes him. Texas. Yeah, so, it's a lazy ass narrative from fucking. Like that, years that's ago. another guy who found something last week. Yeah, he fucking did. He make a goddamn ace. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, but I oh see. no, no, he fucking he jat out from the fucking fairway. All right, well, I see, I see good iron numbers, and he found something with the putter finally. So, yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm still, a pass um, on, I'm still a pass on Palmer. Okay, how about any other unpopular guys in this range? Anybody you like that's low owned? Um, let me scroll. What about Scott Stallings? Yeah. Yeah, nonplussed. Fine. Yeah. Uh, um, you want me to blow your mind with Scott Stallings? I'll yeah, give you a stat on him. Okay, what you got? So how many, how many roids he takes? <laughs> how many roids he takes? So you know my uh, contender, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, ranking. So Scotty Scheffler has been within five of the lead heading to Sunday nineteen times in the last two years, tied for second with ten. Seamus Power. And Scott Stallings. Man, look at all those wins he's piled up. I know. It's been scary. <laughs> but, like, listen, you look at last week. Wyndham Clark had 10 uh, contenders heading into, you know, a Sunday, and he finally got over the hump. Yeah. So, I just I, I, just I, thought, he, at, I just thought it was interesting. I look at, at Stallings. I look at Stallings stuff lately. That looked great. No, I don't mm. like that. I mean, it's the Zurich, but on his own ball, he was atrocious. Yeah. 56 at Heritage. I mean, he hit the ball all right, the Masters, but yeah, like yeah. It, I, I think a lot of his stuff is based from like last summer when he went like 10th at Rocket Mortgage, 4th at John Deere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't see much of the 
that's like, all right, like the turnaround's coming with him, unless you just are full faith. All right, Scott Stallings in the bad field, and I don't know, he's done well here. Oh shit! I, so I just saw. Do I have the right thing? Right. So Ryan Palmer finished fifth here last year. Yep. What was his form coming in? Garbage. Miscut forty eighth. Miscut seventieth. Miscut. Miscut. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, you disper- you disparaged the guy earlier. Yeah. How about Matthew Neesmith at like three percent? He's found a little something lately. Yes, a little. So his T degree, he was really good last week. Putter was not good. Uh, T Ford Zurich, but Data Golf has him actually pretty good for that. Uh, second at Shriners last fall, where he got to like 23 under, so he can do that. A ninth at Sanderson, it's a pretty easy event. Uh, he's got a good finish at Phoenix. That's a Weisskopf. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't mind a little bit of Matthew Neesmith this week at that at that ownership. Yeah, super low ownership. Yep. Maybe he found something. Maybe. Uh, who else is low owned? Um, surprisingly, Adam Shank is low owned. And I don't know if that's going to hold. Because yeah. I think he's a popular outright. Yeah, he is. I saw him on a bunch of cats this morning. Yeah, this morning, I mean, like, the, the recent tee to green numbers have been good. Although I think a lot of it's from Valspar. Uh, good putter on yeah. bent grass. Yeah. Maybe with Harris. I, he hasn't done much since Valspar when no. um, he lost his soul on 18. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I mean, I, Nate Lashley, I'm so upset about the ownership of his <laughs> Um, Harry Hall, he's been decent. Yeah, he's been playing all right. Four man's Bryson. He's making yeah. cuts, making top 40s. Yeah, he's For last man. week, he missed the cut. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, otherwise, that's that's like poor man's Taylor Montgomery at this point is, is a Harry Hall. Yeah, he's man. been pretty good at some of these bad events. You know, like, Eighth at Shriners in 2022, 15th at Shriners last fall, 28th at Sony, 41st at Amex, 10th at Mexico. I can't yeah. Find that. What about uh, Smotherman? You know, I know you, love. you know him never Smotherman. I know, but he's he 25 here last year. He should be on the Corn Ferry Tour right now. All right, fine. Whatever. Um, I mean, Ben Griffin has kind of turned into uh, Team All Putt this point yeah that might be theoretically that might work here his birdie numbers look pretty good same thing with justin saw all he can do is putt now yeah uh sh Kim, i don't i don't hate sh Kim. he's got low ownership he finished he got the 22 under at uh shriners last fall did he really get the 22 he did he finished like top five in that event hmm. um i mean he's been making a lot of cuts hold on what's he been i i, I mean last week he missed the cut i think no before that, 24th in Mexico, 13th in Zurich, where he actually played pretty well. 15th in Valero, 45th Valspar, 39th Bay Hill, 30th yeah, in Genesis, 41st Bay Pebble. Well, that's pretty good for 7,600 in a crap field, just kind of churn out. Yeah. Top 40 finishes. Yeah, if 12th, I remember correctly, he makes he makes, he makes makes a bunch of birdies, too. 12th at Sony, 13th at Sanderson. There's the 4th at Shriners. Yeah. All right. I don't hate I don't it. Mind, I don't mind that for making a bunch of birdies. No, I don't hate it. Uh, let's see. How about Eric Cole? No, I don't trust him. I'm outside of Florida. <laughs> Wasn't he good a couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah, but then he faded over the weekend. Uh, he, was good at, he was good in Mexico. Uh, he hit the ball okay last week at uh, Wells Fargo. Yeah. All right, fine. I can't convince you. That. You know what? You're right. I mean, he's got like three good finishes and a bunch of like miscuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, anybody else? 
No, I think we covered fucking pretty much everybody that I want to talk to or or what about under what about under seven? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I thought we were talking about Oh, okay. Game. All right. Um uh, yeah, no, six K. Um James Hahn played well here last year. Not in great form. Okay. Um, same thing with what about Bryce Garnett? I don't know fucking shit about this guy. It's not a coastal track. He only does well in coastal He only does well in coastal tracks. All right. I guess. Bevel, RSM, Sony, all those. Mike. Okay. All those ones. All right. I got same I got a name for you. This is ugly. All right. That's Chad Ramey. So I have him start as well. All right. Like, so I mean, he he has been hot garbage until last weekend. So well, he got ninth at Zurich, and he played well at Zurich. I don't even pay attention to this. Okay, the putter has like, been good for him. The irons were okay last week. Um, yeah, no, his irons were fun, great last week. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. You look at the miscut at Heritage, where he lost nine strokes on approach, and then at Wells, he gained seven and a half. That's a pretty fucking Big swing. <laughs> it is a big swing. Um, big swing. I got a feeling this is going to be a Harry Higgs week. Oh, Christ. For I real? know. I know. That's that's your uh, your little boy there. Mm. He was. Then I realized he sucks, so I started. He does him. suck, but this is a sucky field. And the yeah, guy yeah. actually makes a lot. He's made a lot of birdies this year, and he's a good putter. Okay. Uh, and then here's a name. If we're mm. all hot for trot for uh, Jimmy Walker. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Chapel. Oh, uh, I don't hate that. Sixty-six hundred bucks. T twenty-four in Mexico. Uh, T thirty-nine Valero. Sixteenth Corrales. Fifteenth Puerto Rico. Twenty-ninth Honda. Okay, he's playing good. Yeah, I don't That's hate guy, that. I, I think he's actually. I think he won a Byron Nelson. Was it Las Colinas? I don't okay. hate that. No, I don't hate it. I would. I would like uh, Carson Young, but he's. Fucking gonna be like ten percent. What's your guys' infatuation with Carson Young? I mean, mean, you you play good. Uh, Other than the fact that it's like it's it 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 sounds like Cam Young. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I don't. I didn't understand why he hooked onto it. First of all, his mustache is pretty sweet. Um, but so so is Doc Redman. Doc Redman sucks. I know. (laughs) When I brought brought Doc Redman up a week or two ago. Um, I mean, look, he he'd been playing okay, man. I mean, third to Puerto Rico, two top twenty at Mexico, top twenty at RBC. Um, sucks around the green. And then last week he just, you know, kind of sucked off the tee and around the green, and so he missed the cut. He missed the cut like on the like. Yeah, he, he was it was tough. He, he made the comeback and then he he come back down. But listen, I'm not playing him because he's fucking nine percent in the six game range. Like, no, thank you all. Okay. Um, Lebiota just can't golf anymore apparently. Ooh. I looked at Vince Whaley. He hasn't played forever. Yeah, he hasn't played since the Shriners where he missed the cut. Yeah, but he's got good course history here. I think is why I fucking stab him. Who the fuck is he? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he's gonna pick top up twenty-five, right top twenty-six. Off. Hey man, okay. I'm just sixty, sixty-five hundred. I'm just looking. So let me let's just take a look. So, <coughs> sorry about that. He has Jesus Christ. Why is he since October? Is he hurt? He probably was hurt. Yeah, fuck it. Or maybe some secret playing, suspension but... or something. The guy doesn't look like maybe he was at, maybe he's on DraftKings gambling on uh, golf and they uh, they shadow <laughs> No, I don't think that's the case. Russell Knox is sixty four hundred just because I'm a uh, I'm an asshole. You are a glutton for punch- uh, punishment, sir. Really Taking Russell Knox at a birdie fest. Good luck, sir. Yeah, cuts me right, cuts right. me seven under. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
Uh, who else do I have stat down here? Oh, Bill Haas. <laughs> you're all right. You're reaching. All right, we gotta end the show. Right, when on. I end the show, I got a couple other housekeeping items. Yeah. I asked yeah, this yeah. question plus on Discord. I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta ask you. I also gotta ask you questions. You do. I gotta ask. All right, I'll ask you a question first, and you ask me a question. All right. So I, I brought this up in Discord. I was updating my stats, and mm-hmm. I have everybody kind of separate out. I have guys who've been on the PG Tour for multiple years. I have the recent Corn Ferry guys because how I track the stats, I want to keep them separate how I track their rounds, and then just other guys. Yeah. I'm looking at all the corn fairy guys, like the guys who graduated last fall. I guess I want to ask you a question. Yeah. If I made you <clears throat> bet somebody, one of these corn fairy guys, okay. like, so basically it's, it's the one you think is the most reliable. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick? Your life depended on it. To what? To win? To like get a placement, like a top twenty or a top ten or a top forty or whatever. All right, give me run run me through the list. All right, so here's your options, basically. Uh Taylor Montgomery, Ben On, Will Gordon, Sam Stevens, SH Kim, Justin Sub, Ben Griffin, Eric Cole, Harry Hall, Robbie Shelton, MJ DeFoe, Davis Thompson, Austin Eckroat, Carson Young, um, some other guys who are not in the field this week. Fine. Uh, Matias Schmidt, Augusta Nunez, Carl Yuan, Mar- guess, Marty Dow. I guess he's the Benny Anna Young. And you feel gross picking those guys, right? Fuck yeah. Disgusting. I, I guess that's my point. <laughs> I'm looking back at last year and thinking about, man, there was a lot of guys that we were excited to play from these Corn Ferry guys. Like, obviously, with Cam Young, yeah. but Heath, Davis Heath, Riley yeah, yeah. for a little bit, Nick Hardy, Taylor Moore. Yeah, all guys Hayden, lost Bu- money Hayden Buckley lost, lost money on him too. Yeah, I know, but a lot of guys we were just excited to play. Yeah, and I'm looking at these guys. It's like, it's like there's a bunch of bums. Yeah, like Justin Sell was supposed to be this pedigree guy, and he's he's lost right now. Tara Montgomery's Meh. falling off a cliff. Yeah. Ben Griffin's falling off a cliff. <laughs> Will Gordon consistently lets me down. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, Davis Thompson got his soul ripped out of him by John Rahm. He hasn't been the same since. Yeah, that's Robbie true. Shelton's a retread. Ben on's a retread. Like none of these guys really are inspiring me all that much. I, I it's, it's, it's a disappointing. It's a down class. It really is. And I think there were some high hopes for this class. Cause like Thompson and Justin, Suh and yeah. Montgomery was a stud coming out and man, it, it's, it's not great. Yeah. These guys. Oh, give it a little time. You know, they, I mean, look, I mean, I guess to put like Cam Young and Heath came like fucking blazes out of the gate. You know what I mean? Like not every right. class is not every class is going to be as good or as quick to succeed as others. No, I, I get that. But like, it seemed like there was a, it was way deeper last year. Agreed. Than, Agreed. than these guys. Agreed. And that was with a lot of the live guys still like playing gone. too. And yeah. like, we were still picking these guys with them. Now these guys are gone and, can't pick them. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel good about picking many of these guys. I ain't picking none of them to fucking win. So, no, not uh, well. I might pick one of them to win, but I meant this week. But sure. I, yeah, all right, all right, okay, all right. What do you got to ask me? All right, so somebody on Twitter. Oh shit, let me give his fucking name out. His name's John Nucci. Uh, okay. He he's a DFS guy. He's from Rochester as a native Rock, Rochesterian, is what he said. He put right. together. His favorite guide to go. So the first thing he talked about was a garbage plate, which I told you I had to have. And yep. he says that uh, Nick Tahoe's. Yes, Nick Tahoe's. Tahoe's 
is the original, but it's actually towards the bottom of the list in his opinion. He recommends Spencerport Hots. All right, so that's all the way on the west side, and I wouldn't recommend going all the way to the west side. There's uh, there's actually a little schism in uh, Monroe County with east siders versus west siders. Um, oh, I would well, say west, like a west side story when I go up there. Kind of. Like, I mean, we're divided by the river at this point. Yeah, we just we go down, we you know, we snap like this, you know, all the way to the river, and uh, you know, then we knife fight and dance. Nice, um, love it. Can't wait to come up there. Let's so, go. All right, so Spencerport is about a half hour out of the way from Oak Hill. You're not gonna go there if you some okay. some places near us um dogtown uh on park yeah okay. that's a pretty good place um henrietta hots is decent uh that's a place i went to in high school um let's see um What's hungry the, hungry's which is uh a, it's a bar actually right next to um it's right near oak hill that's gonna be a garbage plate okay. too uh there's a couple other hole in the wall basically anything with the town and hots is yeah, usually pretty thing? good. What does that mean? The just hot. it's just hot. It's like hot dogs, kind of. But like it's just like it's 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 just the name of a store, kind of. Like all right, Spencerport Hot. Okay. So okay, got you. Yeah, I was just confused by it. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Sp- Spencerport unfortunately uh, is way out of the way. Uh, I've never had it because okay. I try not to go to the west side as much as possible. But uh, I will trust his opinion though. That is- all right. So here are the restaurants that he recorded. Right. Okay. So I won't give. I will give you the descriptions. You just tell me yay or nay. He says Vern's is his favorite restaurant in town. Uh, yeah, I've never been, but I hear good things. Okay. And then, so for entertainment, he says Radio Social. It's a $42,000 square foot entertainment venue. Uh, big yay. That's a lot. That place is a lot of fun. I don't know if we're going to get a chance to go there, but okay. basically it has, it's, 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 it's adult. Bowl- oh, it's got bowling. It's got and- bowling. It's got, uh, like, like life-size Jenga. It's got like, uh, like uh, Papa Shot, basketball hoops, billiards. Uh, like really good craft cocktails, good beer selection, good food and everything. It's uh, it's not your average bowling alley. It's it's a lot of fun. They have a nice like uh, outdoor patio area too, with like uh, a cornhole and all that what's stuff. The, it's, what's it's the fun. smoking situation in New York? Am I allowed to smoke even outdoors in New York? I think you got to be like twenty feet away. Nah, that doesn't. I don't pay attention to those rules. Okay. Um, all right. So, and then good luck. It's another local owned spot. Yep. Uh, it says there's a little more room. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. The very, tre- very, very trendy spot. I used to actually live right near there. Um, definitely good for cocktails. It gets a little crowded in that bar, though, but it's no. definitely trendy. It's it's a solid bar. Okay. And then Rocco says a hidden Rocco's? gem. Yeah. A hidden gem that many locals might not even know about. Small restaurant, but some of the best Italian food you find in the city. You know, I actually think it's kind of overrated. Okay. My mom, my lo- mom loves Rocco. She. Well, when she used to live up here, she used to go there for Mother's Day. Honestly, I'm not really a big fan of Rocco's. Uh Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Jeremiah's Tavern. That's a little overrated, too. Uh, eh. Okay. So so they actually have a um, Best of Rochester uh, magazine up here. And Jeremiah's always wins wins for Best Wings. But they get their employees to actually, like, submit and vote for themselves. The wings are okay. I mean, some of the sauces are decent. It's a little hit or miss. Like, I actually had Jeremiah's a couple weeks ago. The wings were very good. I had Jeremiah's on Sunday, and the wings are actually pretty good. So it might depend on where you go. Um, Gotcha. The, the original, oh, it's like a chain. Is it like a local chain? So the original ones on Monroe Avenue, that's a pretty good one. Uh, it, there are chains, though. Like there's one in Penfield. There's one in Henrietta. Those aren't so okay. great. All right. And then this says, this one says it's a little further out from the city. It's called Clutch on the Canal. Never heard of it. That must be a West Okay. Upscale sports bar 
right on the water. It's in the village of Spencerport. Yes, that is far away. You probably it's nowhere near the golf course. Gotcha. Uh, Lenore's. Lenore's a newcomer yeah. to the Rochester food scene. Same owner as Vern's. Uh, it's Asian inspired menu with lots of Japanese and Thai dishes. Never heard of it, but yeah. okay. All right. Uh, Fiorella. No, Must no, be I don't a, like it. I've okay, never, I, I, I never heard of that. I've never heard of the restaurant. Public Market District. Oh, okay. There must be a new restaurant down there. Yeah, that that that's pretty good. Um, uh, there's Roarbox down there. There's a couple other uh, decent bars. There's a, I think Black Button Distilleries down there too. Okay. Uh, it's a good area. I don't know if you we're not probably not going to find ourselves down there yes. uh, during there, but yeah, if you find yourselves near that area, it's it's not bad. And he says the best bagels in town are balsam bagels. Okay, so unfortunately, uh, the health uh, inspectors came in and found a bunch of rat pellets uh, in their kitchen. So it used to be the best bagels. Um, not quite anymore. I would uh, recommend Bagel Land in uh, 12 Corners. Uh, they okay. are, what, from what I know, rat-free. Um, <laughs> they're pretty good, usually. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. He does a whole bunch of coffee shit, but I don't give a fuck about that. I just go to Dunks. Well, probably Spot Coffee or Java's. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, there's uh, Hattie's, The Revelry, Strange Bird. <laughs> the Revelry. Strange Bird. I actually went there yesterday for uh pre-birthday celebration. Okay. So, it's Genesee. okay. Genesee? Nope. Is that, is that how you say it? G-E-N-E-S-E-E, Brewhouse? Oh, Genesee Brewhouse. Yeah, that's... that's What did I say? Genesee. <laughs> I was like, is that Italian place? No, Genesee Brewhouse. <laughs> oh, you guys get vowels. That's down by High Falls. A really nice facility. Um, not really hold else. I mean, there might be. Oh, this so this is bars and breweries as far yeah, as coffee. Coffee, right. so that probably threw you off. Then Rock Brewing. Heard you already mentioned that. Yep, um, that's a good place. Neutral Ground Coffee House. Mm, I don't know where that is. Relatively close to Oak Hill. Uh, Fuego Coffee Roasters. I've heard of them. Yeah, that's what he's got. So okay, you know, honestly, honestly, probably uh, that's a solid list besides the uh, the rat infested bagel place. But he might I mean, not know that. Yeah, he might not many, know that. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, dude, I feel like restaurants always get hit with stuff like that. And, well, this, this is a, this is a very recent thing to happen. So I maybe he might he might not be in Rochester anymore. He might not have heard about it. But yeah, yeah I would uh, I'd stay away from Balsam. <laughs> Point. All right, fair enough. Okay. Also, bagels uh, Friday morning for us. Yes, all right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, what you got? Anything else? No, I got nothing else. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be on with uh, Model Maniac himself, going over the betting card, uh, our ugly betting cards for the uh, Byron Nelson. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Yep. Other than that, you uh, guys know where to find Steve. Go check out his article uh, where he breaks down the course uh, over on sportsgamepodcast dot com. You can find him in our Slack channel, which I somehow broke. I can't figure out. Uh, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. And uh, yeah, tomorrow night's betting show. Let's fucking go.